It's the Young and Old Show. A little bit before 5 o'clock, but, you know, deal with it. Hold your hat, slam on the brakes. No more rock and roll. I'm here with the Radio Soul Solace, Alejandro. What's up? Uh, it's getting exciting. It, Trump is back in full force. And you're excited about that? Yeah, more or less, because Trump is fun when it's election season. Is uh, does uh, Bernie Sanders, uh, does he have a colonoscopy coming or what? You should be excited about that. I mean, that's between him and his doctor. Oh, that sounds like an Obamacare message. If you like your doctor, you can keep him. You can him. keep your doctor you keep and him. your plan. So we got a treat today that uh, Alejandro seems to like, Kyle uh, Kalinsky. Yeah, um, there is a very funny clip. You can start it at one thirty. One thirty. here I go. And it's pretty interesting because I want to run up with something before we watch it is that DeSantis has kind of done something incredible for political discourse. You mean he's anti-war? Woke. And, well, the, that, woke the woke point is well, that woke is something that the, the right wing likes to talk about a lot. And now we have a formal definition of wokeness. You know, we can properly talk about it now because the opposition has been forced to define their term of the identifying Please opposition. tell us, what do you believe woke means? I think we've come down to pretty much an agreeable, across the po- both sides of the political spectrum, we've come to an agreement that woke means um, being aware of institutional injustices. You don't want to add to that? It, it, it's the idea that the, there are institutions or systems in America that are unjust, that need confronting. And this was a term... Started, what about what about uh, social diversity, environmentalism, anti-global warming, uh, climate change? But that, that that's corporatism. Not the, but that hasn't been the rallying point of the right. Corporatism was. It kind was of, the rallying point of the uh, it, Silicon Valley Bank. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Bail us out, not you. Yeah. Really. <clears throat> oh my God. So what what is Kalinsky going to be talking about? That we. Um, he, he, I want to play this clip of. Brianna Joy, um, who's on a show Breaking Points, and she interviews someone who wrote an anti-woke book who cannot define wokeness. Here we go. So let's play it for the folks. It's uh, a one twenty-two, a minute, 22 seconds into the one-hour show, right? Yeah, this is just a YouTube clip video. Okay, here we go. He manages, or, or nobody defines their terms, but Brianna Joy Gray goes, can, just so I know we're on the same page, can you define wokeness for me? And look at what happens. And probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when, when well, we talk about What does that mean to you? Right, could, would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple times, and I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that... Ah. Um, uh. <laughs> Classic liberal. No, she's a conservative. Oh, she's a conservative. You have to say that. Yeah, she's a conservative. She wrote a whole book of fighting wokeness, and she can't talk about it. Wow, she can't articulate after writing a book about it? Apparently not. It's it's pretty funny. Sorry, I... It's it's hard to explain in a 15-second soundbite. Oh, that's easy. I just did it. so embarrassing. Wow, that's, oh, that that's just so ruined her book. I've told yeah, you I know. for a long time now that, uh, you know, throwing the wet blanket of wokeness over any issue is the right's go-to move 
to sort of delegitimize everything they disagree with. So we've heard the minimum wage, raising the minimum wage is woke, unions are woke, universal health care is woke. And of course, my favorite recent one, uh, this bank collapse brought about by deregulation and not diversifying or having a good business model. That's that's woke. The SVB crash was wokeness. Well, that's, that's the only legitimate woke. woke definition so far. Those are yeah. so mind-numbingly stupid that I don't think people he just made him a, a fool out of themselves. Really grasp how the other ones were legit when they make an argument like but that. But the last one and with the bank, a lot of them who've been that's what that got argument. these people to Ron fail. Ron DeSantis made that argument. Donald Trump Jr. made that argument. Uh, you know, there were Republican uh, politicians so we can who pause came it out and made that argument. It is beyond embarrassing. You guys are a joke. So look, let's actually define the term. I'll, let me give you two definitions. One of them will be like the the uh, steel manning the case definition. And the other one will be, I, would, I don't want to say straw manning the case, but I would say like, uh, like a harsher uh, definition of wokeness. So the good definition would be, um, it's just being awake to injustice or alert to injustice. That's sort of the traditional idea when it came about however many years ago. If somebody said like, stay woke, it means, you know, hey, keep your eyes opened, stay enlightened, um, you know, perceive injustice around you so we could try to fix it. That's that's the good. That's the steel man version of, of what is what. That's um, actually the straight up definition. definition. So the you can with the, let him finish. The connotation and implication is that wokeness is authoritarianism in service of perceived social justice. So it's sort of like this idea that the ends justify the means if you do what you view as fighting for social justice. So just to give some examples of that, the classic example, of course, is censoring someone. They say something uh, bad or mean or evil or racist or, or sexist or whatever, according to your perception. And then you say, you know what? This person shouldn't be allowed to say it. And you try to get them censored. Um, okay, so that's that's that. It's uh, kind of predictable. He, when he went to uh, define the three different versions, those three were pretty much ridiculous. But the one that was really woke and he was accurate was a company like Silicon Valley Bank, who spread themselves so thin without any idea of how unprofitable these ideas were. But, like, you, you have yet, we went over this on Monday, you didn't portray any reason to show that they were woke. Well, because they, they were social justice companies that weren't making any money, and they were funding these people in the millions Such of dollars. Well, the companies, the 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 names of the companies, I couldn't possibly have listed them because I'm not because they're not there. Got no, it? No, unfortunately. Remember to argue with me. You can't argue on the fact that all I've done lying. is ask you to provide evidence. Yes, you want me to give you the list of the companies they funded. Yes, and one of them was uh, Lending Tree, that was green technology based funding out of Lending Tree. That's the only one that comes to mind. But yeah, there's but a that, list. That, that, there's a list of an incredible amount of companies that just weren't making any money. They were startups, but, but that's many not of them were necessarily woke. Well, if the if the startups were green technology companies, yes, woke, woke generated, inspired. That, that, that's not always. I would not say green technologies is related to that. Like there isn't a person. There isn't a person. You like can say me. there's an overlap in the appeal of who would believe in these things. I would contend that point, but green technology is not necessarily in hand in hand with wokeness. 
Because I, I can't. I Come can, on, no, thing, no, what no. what green technology company is not woke? Make it easy for yourself. If you want to defend that point, I mean, they're, they're companies in it themselves. They're there to generate a profit. So that is their primary concern. Well, and, and te- they're, they're trying Tes- to Tesla's do that. very popular right now. It still hasn't generated and a Tesla's profit. Tesla's not woke. Elon Musk is not woke. Why would you guys throw him off the woke team? No, he he did it himself. He did it himself, and he said it was because he doesn't want to back the Democrats because they're going to be more in league with unions now. He has made this very clear. He did not. He, he's made it clear he does not like Joe so Biden, th- and he but he made it clear that he did not like Trump because. But Trump, he voted for Biden. Yeah, because he thought he believed in his own words that people were tired of Trump usually making the headlines. I understand, and that was a stupid ass reason to vote against prosperity. Yeah, so I would say like Tesla is not woke, but it's greener. Yeah, like so you're playing on words, basically. No, I'm I'm pointing out how things can overlap. So in other words, my statement is illegitimate because I don't give you the list of the companies at Silicon Valley Bank that were getting to be. They're, they were going to go yeah, out so of yeah, business. Exactly. You, your point is illegitimate because you did not bring re- rationale or reasons for no, no, why no. such a claim would no, be true. No, it was a list. You asked for a list that I could not provide. And you, nothing you to do with my one life. green thing. If a and, bank, and, and I, I would argue if a bank that green lends is not out, necessarily woke. If, banks, if a bank lends out a great deal of their book in unproductive, unprofitable companies that are driven by social diversity and social, uh, I don't know, social woke companies and green technologies, but they still don't make any money. The fact is, there is an irresponsibility of the bank, its shareholders, (laughs) and its board to be involved in that sector of an economy that is not profitable. It doesn't say it won't be profitable tomorrow, but when you go belly up and you write a bunch of checks to the Democratic Party and even uh, Governor Newsom's uh, wineries were in there, which undermines my argument for the moment because I just triggered a thought process that, that you know, Governor Newsom's three wineries are are run through, you know, the payroll and the expenses are run through Silicon Valley Bank, you can see how Biden would bail the bank out. The only problem is, look down the street, now comes Credit Suisse. What are you going to do? We're going to bail them out too? And here he goes. The government of the United States is slowly but surely so woke that this is the excuse they're going to use to take over and nationalize the banking system. Everybody's talking that. I didn't just create that one myself. I dread a Democrat in power. I've always dreaded. Why? Because they are believers of activist government that believes in government itself. Yeah, because government's supposed to do stuff. That's why they we have fail at it. Though the government, yeah, the government does exactly what it's supposed they to do. They fail at it. They ob- government accomplishes the stuff that government sets out to do. Because no, it doesn't. Government. What? Is- Give me proof. Give me a list of government programs that actually. Have been. We have more forests than ever, for starters, is something that I would say that the government has done a great job in. Um, is more forests? Yeah, we, we have more forests than we've had in 100 years. That we don't trim, we don't cut down, we, we don't do, keep we from do. massive fires? Keepus Cane runs on a lot of volunteers and a lot of good work and service. That's one of the best things about the Florida State government is how much we appreciate the local environment around us. I would absolutely say so. I'm proud to. I believe the I believe how many people do not want to lose their Affordable Care Act or Obamacare 
or how many people don't want to give up their social security as of now. Even Trump has pivoted to the left along with Biden to defend social security yeah. because people know it's something that they like. So the government and is- has broken the government in half, put us in bankruptcy. That's okay. I, I, I would say the Pentagon spending, which we've gone over. But 60% it's minuscule. It, no, it's, it's minuscule next to Social Security. But 60% of it that we are not tracking, that's the actual wasteful spending. Well, 100%, if you want to talk about 100% wasteful spending, of Social Security is, is not tracked. Spending. How many times have they dipped in the Social Security fund? It's a complete Ponzi scheme. My God. Now, that it's successfully writing checks. The Ponzi checks. scheme pays off, though it's not a Ponzi scheme. Well, because the check hasn't bounced yet. Wait. Everyone at home, if you're on Social Security, do you want it gone? Is it? Are you not getting anything for it? No, you spent your whole time growing up and paying into it. Right. So you check out on that bill. So you want the government broke because of it. I, I want to cut that military budget at least by 60%. That wouldn't even pay the interest on the loan that we presently owe the world. Actually, the, the world owes us. That, 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 uh, let's get that clear. It's it's the opposite. It's that the world. Yeah, I'm sure. That, I'm sure that Chi- I'm sure the China man really feels that the Americans owe them. <laughs> well, they, they wouldn't dare mess with us. I'm going. I'm going. They will. They're going to mess with us. All right, coming soon after they crush the banking system. Here we go. What are we playing? Getting somebody back fired to Kalinsky. over oh. things that fall into that category. Getting somebody. A band over a joke. I mean, the go-to example that people use is uh, comedians getting canceled is a is a clear example of wokeness gone too far. Uh, getting uh, a political college campus speaker uh, kicked off from giving a speech because students don't want it because they don't agree with the speaker. That's a classic example of wokeness gone too far. Okay, you're probably noticing something at this point in the conversation. None of this stuff is overly complicated. It's actually very simple. It's actually very straightforward. But the per- a person who wrote a book on wokeness being bad cannot define wokeness. She was stumbling and bumbling and couldn't... You couldn't sum it up in a little soundbite? And the example she gave is wrong. Like, her definition was wrong. Uh, redoing all of society. It's got nothing to do with any of that. But look, you're gonna, you'll notice something. Usually the harshest critics of wokeness are the ones who can't define it because it's just become a catch-all for everything I don't like. That is not true. That is not true. That is very flippant. That sounds like you. Ah. Oh, all the people who are against woke can't define it. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. You you take advantage it's of... It's the stuff that makes us upset. That's what wokeness is. That's, no. That's what you all secretly want to say is wokeness is the stuff that makes me upset. Okay. I have seen so much outrage over the silliest things, like the new Little Mermaid is like being played by a black actress, and it's like, how about oh. a transgender actress? That would piss us off. See, you admitted it. You admitted it. It, it, it's, if, it just irks if us. If you if you think for a moment that any adult in his right mind thinks it's okay for little kids to watch, on the name of wokeness, watch transgender drag queen story hour. You're a freaking lunatic, and so is anybody else who thinks that. The biggest problem. Did you watch Bugs Bunny cartoons when you were a kid? Were they transgender too? Bugs Bunny was in drag so much. Wow. Remember Bugs Bunny? No, please remind me. No, come on, yeah. Everyone knows this. Bugs Bunny. He was always butt naked. Bugs Bugs Bunny would dress up as a girl, and then he would go to Elmer Fudge and go, hey there. 
and Elmer would get all bashful and embarrassed uh-huh. because he he was into the woman who he perceived to be in front of him hitting on him. You guys have it in your cartoons too. You guys have just forgotten. I, these, these are jokes that are so old and things what that is, have been what, around. What, what, Dude, what makes Shakespeare you think? was played by people in drag. Oh, that is true. Like drag has always been around. No, and there there's there are plays where one actor plays every role. Uh, didn't Eddie Murphy become famous playing uh, what was her name? Uh, I remember Norbit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, but that's not transgender. No, but it's drag. That's but, art. But that's drag. No, it's that's art drag. When you dress playing... up in a different, when you dress up as a different gender. No, when that you... is drag. Drag no. is when you dress up because you believe you're another gender. You no, associate with that's another not. gender. That's, no, no, yes. no, no, no. People have always known there are trans people. Oh, by the way, folks, for the audience, for you to know, I've been at a nightclub of drag queens. It was really, really creepy. It was like, whoa. The majority of the people were heterosexuals there. They were there with their couples and whatever. I'm sure there were plenty of lesbians. I didn't see that many gay people. It was up in Jacksonville, but it was a show, drag show. Can you show. just glock everybody at a glance? Gay, straight, uh, uh, trans, yeah. yeah. It, it, was, uh, it was by mistake. I saw a lot of cars parked there. I was from out of town. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was with a girl. And I go, hey, let's pull in here. This Miami place. has a huge history of drag. I said Jacksonville. And I go, hey, let's pull, let's pull over. This place seems to be very popular. You know, packed parking lot, the whole thing. Just walked in there. Apparently, we're at a, a decent hour because we were able to get seats and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, whoa, the place was downtown Freddie Brown, baby. Look, you know, every single drag queen in town danced there and and, and just shake. They, they were just shaking their meat all over the place. I get it. But no. Sounds no. like you went into a strip club. No. Sounds everybody? like you walked into a gay no, no, strip no. club when you describe it no. like that. No, 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 no. They, everybody kept their clothes on. Everybody kept their clothes on. It wasn't a strip joint. Because that I would have known right off the bat just by walking in there. It, it was just looked like a nightclub. But it did have a, a like a runway for, you know, in Miami, you would think that was just, you know, a fashion show was there earlier in the week or something, you know, whatever. But that's that's the most of it. But... What you're going to see consistently with this cow guy that I'm seeing for the first time. I got got, got a bit. As someone who is on the left, when I see people on the internet who are liberals freaking out when people are teaching kids. Do you find him, Kyle Kalinske, to be a liberal? I do. He's a a social democrat. Oh, my God. He's more left than you liberals. You hear him. Every time I ask him that, he calls himself and others that as if it's lesser liberal. It's not. No, it's a... It's not liberal. It's it's because liberals are prioritizing. How about flippant, disgusting liberal? Liberals prioritize individual values. Uh, social Democrats how about, are socialists. How about you? Uh, I'm answering your question. I'm answering your question. Uh, social Democrats or socialists or democratic socialists. We prioritize egalitarianism. Um, That's while, called communism. You can call it what you'd like. Okay. Um, but we prioritize, you know, the health of a society above And you everything. determine that as a director of someone else's destiny, like this guy. We, we do studies. We look at um, cause and effects. We look at policy. We do stuff. Um, and we acknowledge that uh, a lot fail, of the You fail at it. We acknowledge a lot of the prosperity that is evident in American history that has been shared around has been gained through a large portion of fighting for rights, 
for certain groups that would have not been able to have access to it. The only one the I can place. think of was slavery. Other than that, you're just making stuff up. No, immigration, um, ending um, segregation, um, That's all re- related, labor rights. That's all, all related to slavery. I don't no, know what, no, I don't no, know what no, you I mean. Say, I, don't, I don't know what you mean about immigration, like quotas on countries. Well, countries are allowed to come in. What people could get here legally, like you know, the idea that like other, you know, historically, when we look at the citizen status, that do you America, think we should shut down the immigration by now after what's happened on, across the border? I think we border? need to relook at it. I would look. I would advise relooking at a lot of um, labor laws, primarily, particularly how they're how about when, when people by get companies EB. like Purdue. Because here's the thing, I we don't I can't speak for the rest of the people on my camp, but I do not want open borders, um, because that's just like what I hear. Of, inviting a bunch of terrorists to blow up a stadium. I don't somewhere. think we're inviting a bunch of terrorists. I think that we're. You will when you see them blow something up. That's when you say, I keep you, "Oh, he didn't cross the border. He didn't cross. He came in through the airplane." I go, "Well, our, our minds and our sights were off the airplane." And we concentrated on the border, and look, they came in through expired visas. I get it. The problem is that everything uh, eventually ends array and allows you all the right to say, oh, that wasn't us. No, we told you it was going to happen just like that. And when it does, oh, no, no, no. I mean, he, here's the point. And oh, that, no, 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 no. No, no, Here's the thing. Is that Kyle, the, guy, then you're going the, guy, to denial. Kyle, the guy in the video, uh, was in a conversation once, and he was talking about... Um, the refugee crisis that was in Europe. And he was saying that, like, you know, when Trump is, was getting on stage um, around 2016 talking about extreme vetting, that was already the law in the United States. It was. Thank hold God. On, on. God bless and you. you know how long it would take? Obama put that in there. you know how long it would take? Same countries you and You know everything. how long it would take for someone to get past that process? How much? Two years. So here's the thing. What's wrong with that? No, I'm not saying anything against it. I'm saying that this was the law. This is why we didn't... And what did the pre- how did the press represent... That law, they didn't ever. We're not w- the press. I okay. hate to break it to you. So you but are your enemies aren't one inaugurous group of things. All but you realize together. how the press misrepresented Trump in that regard, because it was already law. He was just emphasizing it and embracing it. But he said we and shut it was them passed down by until Barack Obama. What the hell is you remember going the on? cages? The he's separating yeah, the yeah. That that actually dates all the way back to, to Obama Bush. as well. Yeah, Obama Bush. did it. Obama did it, and why do you say Bush? Because um, a lot of these attitudes... Cages were put in under Bush, too? Yeah, I, I would even say, um, even Clinton in particular, I don't and know And it's which funny because uh, but here, Obama also deported more people than, than Trump did. So he was the biggest deporter-in-chief, or what did they call him? The hero-in-chief. Okay, back to Kalinske. These are, um, this is the day I've dedicated to Alejandro putting up YouTube videos instead of me. So we're going to play Kalinsky to the very end. We so, don't have to because we've already hit the bulk of the video. Oh, we you're can just keep you're smarter than the guy. No, I, I, I think we've already said the piece. Everything that's slightly left of Mussolini <laughs> equals wokeness. That's where we are now. So look, I, we've hit peak peak wokeness uh, phobia, if you ask me. Like, it, it's, it's, come on, it's on the... We already made it clear that Mussolini is on the left and this guy's already assuming he's on the right, meaning he's an ignoramus okay it's a fact fascism is on the left not no, on the right we, we went over this fascism is right wing but it's against many of your cultural values you just reinvented that yourself. no i didn't no why it, the hell did that, i play that gentili was that, a left completely marxist consist- uh, uh, i'll do you better do you know how much i know about mussolini Mussol- guess what mussolini was before world war one 
Tell us what he was. He was an anti-war pacifist socialist. Then he shot people from his board, from his window during the invasion, and that caused him to rethink politics. And during this time, he was writing back to Julius Evola, who was a, a publisher of fascist ideals, and they would go back and forth, Mussolini under a pen name, and they discussed how they were going to kind of reinvent politics just going forward. Because the goal, this is why, you know, because I know what you're saying, because Ayn Rand said this. No, Rand I said, nothing Rand to do with Ayn Rand. Yes, it does, because Ayn Rand no. said, this is Ayn Rand thinking. And Rand put these ideas that into your head. That, but you're accusing me. You're accusing me of having of being an apostle of Anne Rand, as if I read her books. That's not true. I mean, you talked about her. I mentioned her all the time. So I, she I, was I, right all the time, just like Trump has been but right. But here's all the, the time. thing: is that Rand describes racism as a form of collectivism, and that's the very much idea that we see from your right-leaning libertarianism. But it, does it mean it's wrong? But that's. I'm the, glad you compliment me because I know how you're thinking. Doesn't mean it's thinking, wrong. But there are different sorts of right wings. There are no, different there's different sorts of, of fascism. No, there I are different that. sorts of right wings and there are different no, forms of left wings. No, yes, there are. There and these groups fight there's each other. There's no such yes, thing as right they wing. Do. Yes, there there's is. Nothing you are right, right wing. I'm not right wing. You're not right I'm wing? I'm conservative. That is right there's wing. There's no such thing as right that wing. That is right wing. There's no right wing. How, what, it doesn't exist. So, wait, there's a left wing. That's something that... Wait, 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 wait. Those are communists, yes. Left wing. So why is there a left wing but not a right wing? This makes no sense. Because the people who name the right wing are completely defending the left wing. We never, conservatives don't call themselves right wing. We call yes, ourselves conservatives. No, we don't. They do. No, they don't. No, yes, they, don't. they do. No, they don't. You don't think William F. Buckley called himself a right winger? He called himself a conservative. And he is really conservative because he was also fiscally conservative. I am fiscally conservative and I will agree that some of me... I don't think there's anything like uh, no. wrong about being a left and a right wing. This allows us to know it what sides mean, stand does, on a certain you issue. Just call me on the on the right or on the left. But we know through communism, through leftist propaganda, it's what we hear today. I don't call it leftist. You guys called it leftist because you guys are a bunch of leftists. Leftists are communists. Rightists don't exist. We're conservative. Now, within conservatism, there are people that are much more fiscal, like they want their Social Security or they don't want their Social Security. If you're a fiscal-minded person, you realize that entitlements bankrupted America. It was said so back in the 60s. It was said so back in the 40s. It was said so back in the 30s and in the 20s. Everybody knew that Social Security was going to bankrupt us. But like Rahm Emanuel said, can't let a crisis go to waste. FDR took took advantage of the economic snafu that was occurring on the stock market in 1933, when we know that 1928 was much more damaging to the economy, and more people are starting today than back are then. Are you kidding? Because they it, passed it, Social it, Security. Here's the funny thing: is that FDR by funny. everybody is considered the best American president in all of history. Yeah, and he in was your so mind. popular. No, he won the first American socialist. He won consistent re-elections. That doesn't mean diddly yes, squat. Does. No, it doesn't. People liked him. You just it like, means it. People just, liked him. People like Biden too. What a disaster presidency was. People loved FD, uh, JFK. He was a disastrous president. But we got to admit when people something loved LBJ happened, and he was a disastrous president. People have to. We have to admit. Liking doesn't good, mean you're a good no, president. People. Yeah, it does. No, it because doesn't. that's the job of the president is to be liked. That's not the job of the president. I hate Reagan. Right. I hate Reagan. But everyone who was around for Reagan's time was really grateful that he brought their spirits up. 
Like, I think the guys' policies were a disaster, but he was an effective politician. He was an effective orator. You he know was an effective rallyer. He was. Even, was. even though I think Reagan, like, you know, bankrupted my generation, destroyed all of the government to be able to do anything for its people, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say, well, but you're lying he was, to he us. was an effect- you know, He lying. never had a single budget passed in eight years as president. He was completely he, controlled his, by the Democratic Party. You know what his Party. greatest accomplishment was? His greatest, his greatest accomplishment was Bill Clinton, because at this point, at this point, the small government what a worldview, reach. the small government worldview had so infiltrated stop, every single attitude of politics don't in America that the opposition was effectively destroyed. Labor or the idea of government being able good for people is gone. Bill Clinton, along with the Republicans, had agreed to cut welfare. So th- this is just a case of stuff. And guess what? We went right back into bankruptcy. And you're going to say, oh, it was the war. No, man. It wasn't. Then what was it? The Congress run by Democrats. Period. Which approved of a war. Huh? They did approve the war. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. It (laughs) It was the war. It wasn't the war. It was the war. The the war. It was the war. (laughs) When you go to war, and I've told you this many times, when you go to war in this country, only talking about the United States, it's a larger driver of economic activity than anything in peacetime. The only thing that grows in peacetime is poverty because the government starts writing checks. Perfect example is COVID. Literally. Dude, COVID, we've, there's new research now that's coming in to shows that the Trump checks and the Biden checks have mitigated and minimalized the inflation at hand. Oh, my Lord. So, it unemployed people. People I'm committed suicide. Like, you're so ideological. Come on. That you how many businesses? Trump when he does something, how good. many? He blew it by shutting down the economy. He fell to the pressure he had already been receiving his, throughout his presidency. And they put him to task on a biologically made virus from a, a foreign country of enemy stature who we happen to trade a whole lot with, number one trading partner of the United States is China. And they stuck it to him. He was under duress. He was fogged by war, meaning the existing wars, plus fogged by the attacks, the false attacks on him. And he blew it in COVID. He could not have shot down the largest economy in the world. The riddle effect worldwide cannot possibly be positive. It would have been so you know much better mom- if we didn't do anything and nothing, just let like COVID kill zero, all of us. Zero, including... It wouldn't have shut down the businesses that it shut down. There's so many people who didn't survive. Okay, I, I get that you guys were in Florida. I get that you're in I'm Florida. I'm not one of those people. My you're business in stayed Florida. open. You're I, in Florida. My business stayed open. I'm, you're in Florida. I'm feeling but for, for the But for the small. rest of us, COVID spread like crazy every single time it was you should, We should have, you know what we should have done? You want to call me far right wing crazy? We should have bombed Wuhan, Okay. Eliminated from the map. You might have bombed that American facility. (laughs) (laughs) Bombed. There should have been a. There should have been a military strike on that lab, and let's put up our dukes. Because guess what? Had he done that, we wouldn't be in the Ukraine right now, wasting all our bullets. Okay, that's the truth. Because right now we would be staring at China in the face. The war would be almost imminent, and it would force us to take care of Taiwan and take care of all those semiconductors that are built there. Because we don't even make aspirins here, and we don't make semiconductors here. We, it's going to take us 25 years to get to the 
to the capacity for the amount of semiconductor uh, chips that are needed for tomorrow's technology. Most of it green technology. They need semiconductors too. <laughs> I mean, so you want to go to war over this, man? Like, uh, I would have. We not, just lost two boars back to back, and I, you're feeling so I, zesty. I would have definitely taken an armed assault on China for spreading that virus. It was so disgustingly on purpose, and nobody has the guts to say it. Everybody on radio and in TV, oh, it leaked. It didn't leak. It spread from I, Wuhan. As, I just don't think people who haven't enlisted military should be pushing for wars. Who haven't enlisted? Yeah. The only argument... We, we have a name only, for that. The only argument that could be said in, from being in my position is I'm 58 years old and I have never served in the military. That's we have a easy. word for that back in the day. It was, it was chicken hawk. Chicken hawk, okay. That's a good way to deny, disparage, dilute the message. I mean, they're not, the your kids, they're not your kids being sent off, so what's my the big kid, deal? My kid can easily go deal? to war. What's the big deal? She's about one more year away from not being drafted, but the truth is we go to war. We've been going to war since the beginning of time. There's always been war. Anybody who thinks that you can live in peace... Uh, go talk to the United Nations. Let's see how many wars they've pre- prevented to keep world peace. It doesn't happen. The limited resources on the planet for the amount of people who need the resources is going to provoke always war. There's always going to be battles of borders. Back to Kalinsky. Here we go. The decline now. It can't keep going at this pace because it's it's become embarrassing. It's become sad. And people always redirect every single issue back to it. And they can't even freaking define it. And look, this is coming from somebody... You guys know me. Uh, I, I have no problem criticizing. If I think people on the left are acting in an authoritarian way, I'm against the authoritarianism by its very nature. So I'm going to call that out. I'm going to be against censoring people. I'm going to be against getting people fired. I'm going to be against getting people banned over a joke or whatever it is. But, like, that is a reasonable uh, anti-woke perspective. These people are not reasonable. You know what they realize? Here's the thing. They realized they were onto something because it became very popular to bash wokeness. And when that became super popular online and it became its own like genre, they realized, oh my God, we have a rare issue where we're seemingly on the winning side. Because the right generally isn't on the winning side, you know, especially the right wing politicians. They don't, they don't want to raise the minimum wage. They don't want unions. They don't want universal health care they don't want to get money out of politics so lose 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 it's just down the lines losses they're you know the, the public is there he's correct now that we don't want unions i always said we don't want government unions because it inflates you're you're going to be alone on that like you're right on that you're you're correct i believe you are in private correct, i agree with you i believe in private unions because I, they train they train the members not the private part not just the public part the government but like, unions. For, for, for the private part I, I think that I would actually look for it. Look for it. Executive Order One Hundred Nine Eighty Eight, John say, F. Kennedy. I would say private unions are the look most for important. it. I want to make sure the number is correct. Executive Order One Hundred Nine Eighty Eight. During the Kennedy administration, he gave he was the first by executive order, meaning it can be repealed by executive order. In what year? I would say this is sixty sixty uh, two. Uh, you know, the missile crisis was sixty one, so this has got to be the year afterwards. But I'll just put, I've seen it, I've, I've read it before many times, put uh, John F. Kennedy collective bargaining, and it'll probably say exec, by executive order, and it'll probably say it. Back to Kalinske while you look for that. It's against them. They found one issue 
where they resonated. They struck a nerve. And they were like, oh, we're going to ride this bitch into the sunset. That's what we're going to do. We're just going to say every, everything is wokeness now that we don't like and bash it. And then hopefully people won't realize that we're playing a trick. It is a trick on them. It's a trick to try to gin up support for our colossally unpopular agenda. And so, look, massive props, massive shout out there to Brianna Joy Gray. Because she really did, without even really trying, she was sincerely asking the question. She just ripped the mask off the whole game that they're playing. You know? Yeah. Uh, 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 what seems like a, what, a 30-something authority on a book, and he's that represents all the anti-woke out there. Please, bro. Who do you think's listening to you, man? Talk about criticizing the audience of Fox. Who's actually listening to this guy who buys into that statement like that? Just a bunch of what? Antifa supporters? I mean, come on, man. And, um... They're not sending their best, let's say. The anti-woke folks are not sending their best. And uh, it's kind of embarrassing. That was good. That was good. They're not yeah. sending their best, but he ended up being right, right? Because they're not... Who's crossing the border right now? It's not sending their best, are they? It's kind of sad. It's kind of pathetic. And the final point I'll make is this. Um, I wish the anti-woke people were principled in their opposition to authoritarianism. Because they're only against authoritarianism... Uh, towards the ends of social justice or perceived social justice. They are not against authoritarianism if it's in the interest of anti-wokeness. So, for example, great example, Ron DeSantis has gone on an anti-woke crusade where he's massively authoritarian in service of being anti-woke. So the same thing that's bad with quote-unquote wokeness, they have embodied as well, the authoritarianism. When you... He is governor, okay? Only in Florida. Yes, he's governor. So if he takes away the the liquor license to downtown Hilton for putting on, after warning them that you can't have minors in there, and they do it anyway, the only authority he has as governor, the only leverage he has on the hotel, if he can't take away their parking spaces, he can only take away something that's going to hurt them. Either shuts down the hotel, which would be authoritarian, totally dictator. That's not. That's not correct. I mean, he's tried to cut Disney's funding. For stuff that he disagrees with. Disney has control of its own funding. He's cutting that right to do their own thing, which we gave them back in the 60s. And they took advantage of it because of the way they're behaving. Like, with what? Like, if you want to talk about, like, if they're doing something that's really, like, yeah. they're not paying their employees, they're taking advantage of tax loopholes. But no, he's made it clear it's because you guys are woke. No, Th- anti- that, that was the Because we're anti woke. Yeah. Which is their freedom of speech. Ah! You're mumbling concepts. No, 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 no. In the case of Disney... The First Amendment. The First Amendment only applies to the government In the case of Disney, they were moving away from the nuclear family propaganda in in their cartoons and productions, and they were starting to bring in the same thing as Drag Queen's... Story hour. I, I hate to break it to you guys, but Walt's been dead for quite a while. And guess what? Walt was the first one who was a little bit twisted. If you notice, I think I said. I mean, Walt, Walt Disney said it best himself. I am not actually Walt Disney. He, I smoke a lot more than he does, and I drink. <laughs> yeah. <And> so, <laughs> but there, people don't understand this about Disney. The common thread that Disney had that was hidden behind 
the family hour, the the home, the, the the woman and the man and the family and the picket fence and all that. Behind that was a disdain he had for his own mother. And all the evildoers in his cartoons were women. In fact, uh, it wasn't until after his death that a, an evildoer came out to be a man. But, and I don't know specifically, you would know exactly... That's a good point that his best bad guys were women. Like yes. the most memorable ones. All of them. The he, had, the, he did not like his who, mom. Who's the one who transforms into a dragon? People love her. Uh, she's super popular. Cor- no, not Corella. That's but from the, the Wicked Witch. Yeah, Wicked Yes. But yeah. So really... that's what people don't seem to not understand about Disney. There is there aren't as holy as thou as they, they claim to be. And when they went over the edge, because they had that little slant a little bent that they were acquiring from the legacy of Walt. Aside from the business and the music, I mean, it, it's just the themes to... were all twisted in a bizarre, contrived manner that looked holier than thou. But in the fact, in the fact, it here's was what's going. Here's how I feel: is that Americans are too reliant on the media to tell them what their values are, because you're going to love this, though. Because we don't want the government to actually change anything. So all of the activist types get into the arts. They get into media. So they can just make the movies more diverse or put in these ideas that are more about fairness instead of actually being able to change the system. I don't think that's the motivation. I'll, I'll let you on to something personal. I'll let you on to something personal. I love really screwed up, messed up movies. I, you know... It's nice when I agree ideologically with the movie's position, but that's not why I go into a movie. Like, I want to be... Twisted. I want to be pushed. I want to be pushed into an uncomfortable place. Like, that's genuinely what I get out about art. And what I see from a lot of Disney movies and a lot of Disney adults is that these are people who do not want to be challenged. Like... These are grown adults who, instead of are watching a movie about a guy deal with his father's death or something, they have to see a moment where, like, two cartoon characters have to sit down and talk out their problems and then go on to have... Resolution. A, yeah. So it's like, I'm going to say, like, what you might describe as, like, the woke influence, I, I'm not super... So you like Clockwork Orange. I do. Uh, Kubrick was one of my favorite directors. Um, he was definitely twisted. But you know who even I think delves with like White, uh, Injustice? Eyes Wide Shut. You like that one too? I have not seen that one actually. That one's good, man. You know who's actually like a director who I think is like both woke and unwoke who does it really well? Is Quentin Tarantino. Ooh, he's a sick freak, man. Yeah, I know. It's great. He's to- uh, it's he's, great. <laughs> he's totally violent, man. But like, I, I think he does both really, really well. Like, take for example. Okay, but wait a minute. To go back to the point of the arts and humanities, the reason why liberals are in arts and humanities, because quite frankly, I will side with them, that the liberal mind is likely to be more creative, imaginative, uh, bombastic, exciting, uh, completely flamboyant. That's not something that conservatives can claim to be. But here's what I do like about a lot. But then, every once in a while, you have... Dirty Harrys and yeah. Charlton Hestons that were conservative. Yeah, but that's what I and kind of... And John yeah. Wayne's, you know? That, that's kind of the one but thing But those I, days are gone, you know? Not always. No. I the, hope, I there, hope. There was a good conservative movie that came no, out No, you got... What's his name? Uh, uh, Drag yeah. Through Concrete. 
was a right-leaning movie. Drag Queen Through Concrete? Is that what you said? Drag Through Concrete. Man, you guys got drag queens <laughs> on the brain. It's the they, theme they're, 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 they're haunting your dreams. Uh, like, because like, here's what I do like about, like... No, a no, lot no of too cons- many likes in that sentence. That was this too is, many no, likes. I, I'm actually talking about stuff I like. Uh, what oh, I, okay, so yeah. go ahead, like, like this. So... so what I do enjoy about those cer- sorts of movies that might Folks, be a little I gotta bit do cough, is that there's it. a really nice kind of mean-spiritedness that can come across. And what's good about a movie with like a mean-spirited edge is that it feels more authentic. And that, that's what I think is kind of lacking nowadays, if you ask me. It's kind of like something that's a little bit more mean. Like, look how everybody... Do you know about Game of Thrones? You know, I must say that it's very disappointing... That I have not seen a single Game of Thrones. Well, because here's the crazy thing about Game of Thrones is that George R. R. Martin is a liberal, but it's like the meanest. Please explain to the audience. The guy who wrote it. Okay. The guy who wrote the wrote the books is a liberal. He's endorsed Obama and all those sorts of stuff. But the way he writes these books, like, and what we get from their adaptations is that these are really mean characters. There's no one you can really root for. Well, it's, it's in the age of barbarism. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't shy away from that, which is fantastic. Why? He's got to stick with the genre. I mean, exactly. why, why would you? Because fantasy is usually a realm of I heard escape. it. I heard it's totally bloodthirsty. Yeah. Because yeah. fantasy is like... And it has a, 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 quite a quite a intellectual uh, communicative yeah. uh, line of thinking and quite political. Because fantasy is a world of like escape and like what I feel is like child. I was told there wasn't a whole lot of fantasy. It was it was had a but, backdrop, but, but that's that. It's, it's the but fantasy. But it's still war and yeah. ga- and gallantry and yeah. chivalry and stabbing. There's not a lot of chivalry. No chivalry. There's, 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 the the guys aren't very heroic. They're pretty oh. awful to women. Also, they they don't save anybody or anything like that. Not often. They just conquer women, pretty much, as well as the land. Yeah. So. Kinda, it, Kind of like uh, remember, uh, Rome. Remember Rome? I did not watch that, but I feel like I, I really would like it. It was so expensive. It was so well done. <laughs> God, it was so expensive to produce and that they never continued it. But those three seasons were absolutely fabulous. So this is just kind of what I feel like. In all honesty, like it's good as like when you write, especially when you write stories of conflict. I would always say like you can't afford to be comforting to even your own worldview. You can't afford to make your bad guys to be straw men who get beat down easily because then the story and its meaning is lost. When victories are clear and stories are simple, these aren't the stories that stick with us. Like even Star Wars, which is a story about clear good and clear evil, throws all of that into the loop um, with Darth Vader being Luke's father. Because in the first movie, he's told by his mentor figure... Darth Vader killed your father. So the reveal is that, like, there's been a lie that the good guys have told him. And then the final movie, instead of going to kill his dad, he places his life on the line to try to save his father. Yeah, redemption. Yeah, but here, yeah, because that, but even that, I think that's. You don't like that. No, I do. I would say, like, the woke people, you know, I don't want to say all woke people because most, a lot of Americans would identify themselves now as woke. But, like, the people who are turning out these Disney movies or, like, making them or watching them, that sort of nuance would be, like, lost in them. They'd be like, this person's enabling an abuser, you know, this doesn't wash away all the crimes that Darth Vader has done. Like, that's kind of the sort of simple but complicated storytelling that I feel has kind of gone away. 
Okay. Well, do you want me to put on another uh, Kalinsky video or no? Uh, what are the other ones? No, no, they're up to you. I mean, you, you've heard them. I haven't. I mean, you got a. I got here Kyle and Corin. I've got um, night. Uh, Kyle and Corin with night shower, seven up waffles. I have no idea. I'm almost afraid. I mean, I can't have profanity, so uh, I don't know if you've seen all of these or some of these. Or... Uh, I haven't. Um, so I think you might find a view Drew's over Kamala Harris fun because I think neither of us are very fond of Kamala. Only Kamala is fond of Kamala. No, she's got a loyal following online. The ladies on the View were taking there are people really of blows at Marianne Williamson, and um, you know. You could be forgiven for thinking, oh, they really just don't like Marianne Williamson. But that's actually not it. What they're doing is what they always do, which is endlessly shilling for corporate Democrats. I mean, the view is like corporate Democrat apologist central. Any sort of establishment mainstream Democrats, they will ride or die for them. They will lie for them. They'll, you know, they'll uh, whitewash their record for them. That's what it is, right? Usually they have a, one or two token conservatives on there who kind of tepidly push back on their stuff and making even dumber points. But there, there are no actual lefties on The View. It is just corporate Democrat hacks. Well, now we have just mwah, chef's kiss. Perfect example of exactly that. Here's um, the ladies discussing uh, Kamala Harris and how, you know, oh, she doesn't get, get her due. She doesn't get treated well. And we're going to listen to them break down her record, and then we will laugh and respond. Listen, here's the bottom line, guys. Joe Biden's going to be your nominee. Stop talking about how old he is. And Kamala Harris is going to be your vice president. So stop fretting, stop wringing your hands, and get behind your ticket, because on the other side, your alternative is Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis. So you tell me what you prefer. And I, you know, I, I, I love this. I love that they said in this story, I don't know if it's true, that Kamala's not, that uh, Madam Vice President is not responding to the calls from Senator Warren. Good! If they are going to be doing this, don't show up to fundraise for them, don't show up to campaign for them, don't pick up their phone calls, get with the program. Listen, you know what they're doing? They're playing right into the hands of Fox News. Fox News every single day goes after Kamala Harris, trying to portray her as inept and some kind of bumbling fool. She's not. That's not who she is. And so Democrats have got to come out and reinforce Kamala. They've got to stop playing into the hands of these people who cannot stand that she is the first woman, the first woman of color vice president and don't want her but to succeed. I and by the way, her, her husband is great, too. I have to say, though, I'm a little surprised. I mean, she, when she was announced as the VP, I was like, it's all over. She's so accomplished, highly qualified. I'm a little struck by the lack of accomplishments in the policy portfolios she's been given. The border is a big one. It's not a win. No one's going to win. We haven't done major in border security or immigration reform since the Bush administration. But she- Say that again? That is the Hillary talking point all over again. Meaning, re- meaning she's a hack. Yeah. It's that when they can't talk about what they've done, what their accomplishments are, they talk about how qualified they are. And now you're seeing the same thing. And this is for all the Trump supporters. This is some, like, meat for you guys. Wait a second. Wait a second. For all the Trump supporters, here we go. Here's some meat for you guys. This is the same thing they're doing with DeSantis. They're not going to tell you DeSantis' accomplishments. 
They're going to tell you his qualifications. I guarantee it. You guys keep your ears open. It's going to be nonstop. Yeah, but that kind, going of, defeats, to go, kind of defeats your argument because he's been successful as well as an incredible qualification. Based on principle, what do you not like about him? That he didn't shut down Florida longer than he already did? Because he did it initially. He sat on untested COVID tests. It's evidence that he did not take this pandemic seriously. There's ev- he was right. I you don't vector. think there should have been used tests? You don't think that people... Like, here's the My thing. friend, we let, me tell, you something. We can talk let about me tell you something about COVID, okay? That's very it testy. didn't happen. The, 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 <laughs> the, co- the tests that were given wasn't even for COVID. They didn't have a test for COVID. They, they did. Gave us, no, they didn't. They the, did. The testing we got, <coughs> we either got at CBS or took home, were not for COVID. They were <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what world you guys live in. Like, why has COVID been so politicized? Like, why can't we just... You expect- guys politicized it. You took down Trump with it. What are you talking about? What do you mean? It, it was killing Dude, before, people. Before it even happened, before it even hit the states... They were trying I, to take down Trump. No, no, no. I remember Donald Trump Jr. on air saying that the Democrats hope this hits America and they hope it starts killing people. That was immediately already the line of rhetoric before this even hit. His line of rhetoric, which yeah. is fine. and they were putting him on, and they weren't pushing back at all against that because he's the president's son. I can assure you that he wasn't that far off of the reality. Dude, Trump just could have like sent out masks to people, and I would have given him props for that. They don't you don't work. even want to give him props for like, making because the, the max, vaccine. The, because the max doesn't work either. Oh, my God. The whole thing was a racket. You know You're right. It didn't happen, according to you. No, it was made up. Fauci did something in a lab with why the Chinese. Would you say, why would you just di- misinform the audience and say that I denied that it happened? That's just so stupid. I, my, I lost my closest friend to, to COVID. It's, it was sent here. It was procured here to hurt us. It was leaked purposely, not by mistake, out of some lab. Why? Because we could see the activity... In China, everybody was allowed to leave Wuhan, but nobody from Wuhan was allowed to leave anywhere in China. They could not go from Wuhan to anywhere else in China. Only Wuhan internationally. That's exporting the virus to the world. And the early videos that I saw, you can say that I'm imagining I'm seeing these videos because they were brought down pretty quickly was body bags after body bags after body bags lining the streets of Wuhan as far as your eye could see of people dying. They were getting hammered hard. And what did they do? They let people leave the city abroad in the hundreds of thousands of people way before even the first discovery of the famous doctor who did a selfie and said, hey, man, there's a virus coming your way. They don't tell us where it's coming from, and he dies. And all the others who talked about it disappeared. Just recently, about a year ago, one virologist came out, and she came on to Tucker. And I got to see it. I was wondering how the hell she keeps on getting back on the air. I thought they would have taken her out, too. But she was already here in the States, and apparently she's being protected. And she keeps on telling you, it was designed for this purpose, to hurt the West. I'm also including the other countries of the West, not just the United States. 
But if there isn't a perfect time to do it, it's when there's a man. It seems like it's backfired more on China than anything. I think China doesn't re- get to retire people. They don't have Social Security. What do they care if they lose 100 million people? They already got a billion something. They don't mind. You know they don't mind. They're, they're putting Uyghurs in camps. You think they care? Please. They don't have a way to subs- uh, to create subsistence. I mean, that's for what's other, exactly elderly. given the communist government in party, at least, a lot of credibility is how much they've improved the lives of other Chinese. You are so full of shit. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Shit. Full of shit. There hasn't been a communist government done anything for its people in the history of man. All it's done is slaughter people and keep them poor. Very similar to the Democratic Party of the United States, who just exploded government to the point of bankruptcy. And guess I mean, what? I don't like them, but, you know, for a lot of reasons. Can we but, go back to the view, please? Sure, go ahead. She is tasked with overseeing it, and the border crisis keeps getting worse. And I feel like the Biden West Wing isn't necessarily setting her up for success by giving her things that she can go out and champion. At a time when voters, I get the age, like age is not the most important thing, but you are, if you're electing someone who's an 82-year-old in 2024, you need to believe that the vice president is able and willing the next day to be the president. And I think there's some concern about just the lack of a policy accomplishments that she's made as vice president. I'm, I'm surprised that there's concern. I think it has a lot to do with this. She's a black woman. Black women get everything done. We've saved this country's democracy for She's obviously for amazing, but what specifically? But, well... Like no, I mean, where shall I, where, where shall I start? I mean, she was in the Senate, of but course. But no, I mean, as vice general, president, of course, vice she's president, highly. She's she the Inflation Reduction Act. I mean, she was the face Pence of do? Roe v. Wade. I mean, no, the it, list goes on and on. I'd like to ask you, what what, what, did, what did Pence do? What did Pence do? put his lips firmly on the butt of Donald Trump, and and still is fighting a subpoena to testify against Trump. I mean, when Pence finds the cojones to do something, uh, then I think we can wait, talk can about that, how, a vice presidential... It does feel a little... I want to shove a fork in my eyeballs and pry them out. I, I want to dump my head in a giant pool of battery acid after listening to that. Jesus Christ, man. So, just so you know, uh, what led into that conversation is apparently Elizabeth Warren said something that Kamala Harris took offense to, and so then um, Kamala was not answering Elizabeth Warren's calls. And I saw the clip of what Elizabeth Warren said. It was nothing. Like, there was nothing about it that was offensive, that was over the line, that was too critical of Kamala. If anything, it was the opposite. If anything, it was embarrassing because it was, like, trying desperately to be deferential and say, oh, yeah, she's good, bro. And, uh, you know. I guess it just didn't come across, so Kamala took offense to it. These people are petty, narcissistic, vindictive. They're supposed to be the most serious, policy-focused people in the entire country. There's one- I mean, that's not true. Since when is the view supposed to be some of the most serious and politically-minded people in the public? That's is that's as abject lie as the woman who couldn't give a 15-second quip about her book. This guy's totally beat. What does he make those statements like that? He seems to be articulate. He doesn't have any likes. <laughs> it's a slant on you, baby. What's up? <laughs> but 
Why does he make people out to be something they're not to give himself legitimacy? Man, if you're going to do an authority, go after old man Peterson, the shrink. Go Peterson's ahead and slam. Peterson's not doing very well right huh? now. Jordan Peterson's not doing very well right well, now. He's, he, uh, Did you see that he retweeted porn? Oh, no. Yeah, no, this gets really bad. Go so, ahead. So, so Jordan Peterson uh, saw like... What could only be described as like a BDSM thing. And apologies to everyone because this is going to get graphic. Yeah, but because uh, it, it, oh, wait, hold on, let me, let me explain because it's really funny. Um, it's like a bunch of guys tied up on benches. They're tied down, and there's you know, there's stuff around between their legs, and there's a woman in a leather outfit whipping the hell out of them, like making sure that the stuff goes up the tubes that's around their junk. Oh, my Lord. That gross. See, see what I told you yeah. about that? That's, but, why, that's why you have to put them in a cup. Let me finish my story. But wait a second. Put your sleeve on there. Don't take I, those... I was trying to be but not uh, letting it go and just finish the story. He just, he just did a coronal error here in the studio. He didn't put water in his soundproof cup. It wasn't soundproof enough. So he had a bottle sitting there on the table, and he elbowed it. And he's exciting because, you know, he's talking about the junk and what's coming out of the junk. And, I was, I was and he got sh- so I was he doing, got so jerked off by the yeah, yeah. to, to illustrate the ideas to jerked Manny. off all but, like, over but by hitting the bottle. Um, Jordan Peterson. Why don't you go get a cup, oh, too? Can I just finish the story? Uh, I'm, I'm trying gonna, to do radio here, yeah. and you're interrupting my ability you're gonna knock down, to perform. You're going you're gonna to shoot down the radio station if that water ends up on this electronic stuff. My Man, God. I'm trying to do a good these show people, for the people at these home. People, these people in the, uh, come to the studio, they think it's, I'm, I got an Atari here. I got thousands of dollars worth of stuff that the only thing that's universal to kill it is water. Water kills electronics, period. And you got to put stuff in the cup. If you're talking about junk in the cup, you got to put that in the cup, too. My God. All right. See, l- Listen. Doesn't that sound refreshing? No, but you can't do that. You got to drink that or disappear it or, or, or take it over there. Or take it over there. Anywhere but where it is. Yes. Empty bottles are for this. And, and now you've interrupted the flow of the show. And I was going to keep that. I was going to say the story and then I was going to silently get Much up. Much better than the show dying forever. Yes. I was going to take care of this as like smoothly as, smooth as possible. possible. Okay. And now you brought now, attention. Now to he's them. shaking like a girl because his no, sleeve not. is wet. I'm not. All right. So uh, why did he weep? So tweet? he believed that that was a Chinese torture facility. Oh, and it was porn. And it was porn. <laughs> and he just retweeted that. Boom! Boy, I can see that mess up big time. All right. So do I continue with his jerk off or what? Well, so it's like that's kind of the funny thing is that Peterson is not doing well. I know that he. I know he fell into depression. Uh, I don't know. I think a year ago, uh, after going on a tour, he, you know, the thing he's had a benzo addiction for a while. A what? So a the, benzo. Please tell me what that means. It's a drug. So he's on drugs. So yeah. What's a benzo? What's benzo? Is it a popular drug or is it something that a shrink could get? Have a shrink access? gives you benzo. Uh, benzene or something like that. Yeah. And I, I don't know what benzene does. Yeah, it's a psychiatric drug, I guess. It, it's been pretty well known that he's been addicted to benzos. So it's benzo. Does it make him super active, hyperactive? Because I do notice he talks super, super fast. I went to see him live, and it was hard to keep up with him, you know? 
How about Stephen Smith when he knew These were truckers? really prescribed to moms in the 60s. They are used for sedating effects. Oh, so a tranquilizer. Yeah. So you can see him getting, like, Oxycontin, in other words. But, yeah, no, that, that was pretty funny when he had retweeted porn. Okay, so we're going to give Kalinsky there another are chance. Two commentators, guys, who have effectively, like, cast a magic spell on me where I love hearing them talk, even if I totally disagree with them. Uh, one of them is Charles Barkley. The other one is Stephen A. Smith. Uh, they're just, they're so they're good. dynamic, charismatic, and authentic that even if I totally disagree with them, I'm like, God, I want to hear this out. I just like listening to it, right? So, so far, so good. Stephen A. Smith was riding hard for the Live Golf League. For those of you who don't know, that's the Saudi Arabian Golf League where they're paying some top golfers a tremendous amount of money. And what they're doing is what's called sports washing, which is like, hey, let's deflect and obfuscate from our human rights record by trying to give people entertainment. And so all the pro golfers who signed up to that, they know what they're doing. They know, they know that they're taking money from a literal genocidal maniac. They know that. Saudi Arabia's doing a genocide in Yemen. They don't care. They behead people in the public square. They don't care. They just want the money, right? And so Stephen A. Smith was, like, riding hard for the Saudi golf league. I think, I think Charles Barkley was, too. So those are just two examples of when I hear that, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, why, why, why? You guys are better than this. Um, but every now and then, they'll have a take where I'm like, oh, back to being based. And so uh, here's a good example of it here. Now, Stephen A. Smith, he's not the most political guy. And same with Charles Brockley. They're not the most political. But every now and then, they'll weigh in on, on something or another. I'd say maybe 60% of the time, they're correct. Stephen A. is interesting. I think he fancies himself sort of like a centrist. He is super wealthy, so he likes low taxes. Um, he kind of has done interviews with, like, really odious right-wing figures like Sean Hannity. But in those interviews, sometimes he has moments of like, no, I'm pushing back on your point on this specific issue. So here's Stephen A. He, he happened to tune into Tucker Carlson on the night where uh, Tucker Carlson was trying to uh, downplay January 6th and act like, you've been lied to. In fact, they were all peaceful tourists. And here's a video of them not committing crimes. So obviously no crimes were committed. I'm being a little unfair there in summing it up, but you guys get the point. You're totally anyway, so unfair. Stephen a is going to respond to uh, Tucker, and he nukes him from orbit here. Enjoy. Tucker Carlson took the cake to me because he was trying to act like, you know, they only showed, you know, violent protesters as if, but they, they didn't show the peaceful protesters and one particular individual, I forgot who was, what his name was, he was wearing horns, some, 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 some helmet on his head with horns or whatever, and how the police just escorted him in the church. The shaman. Peaceful protesters. Who the hell are you fooling? Who are you playing with, Tucker Carlson? I'm not sitting up there and trying to call out Tucker Carlson. Overall, I don't watch him. I don't know much about him. I'm not trying to castigate him as a person or anything. I'm talking about this one incident right here. And there's one other incident I had from years ago. I forgot what the subject was about, something that he said that I didn't like. But this one incident about Tucker Carlson, you know, you're full of it, bro. You're full of it. You're trying to sit up there and be so literal. You know that's not the point. For the record, Tucker Carlson is not wrong when he points out that not every protester was a violent protester. Of course we know that. But the fact of the matter is you had no business in the state capitol. That in and of itself was criminal behavior in the eyes of many at the very least. 
The doors were open. Didn't look up to look up the law to see what specific law they were in violation of, but cross those barriers. And the capital's yeah. ours, not yeah. theirs. Insurrection is kicking in windows. Kicking Please continue to associate yourselves with a, I guess, a riot, more or less, a political riot. That An was incited done. riot. Yes, by Trump. Thank you. By Thank the you feds. for the detail. No, fine. By, by the feds. The, the feds jumped on, but Trump definitely Trump started Trump offered it. them 20,000 guardsmen that Pelosi negated and Schumer negated. Then okay. why were people so mad at Mike Pence if this wasn't an attempted coup? It wasn't. Then why were they mad at Pence? Nobody was mad See, at you Pence. See, you can't answer they that. Want you hang, can't answer that. They wanted you to can't hang answer, Pence. Yeah, why did they want to kill him? Because Trump was saying he wimped out. Of what? He didn't wimp out of anything. Of what? Uh, not, not, here's, uh, uh, oops. Hold your, hold your hat. Okay. Oops. This is one of those times where I really make you look like a dummy. Okay. I think that's already happened. The only people. I, I think I've already. Folks, done that. I'm going to say it again. This is a, f- a historical fact. The only person who lost something in the riots of January the 6th was Donald Trump. Donald Trump. And the other people who have been arrested. Be quiet. And have been charged. As okay, such. here we go. The moment the doors were shaking and the incitement occurred, this is why we know it was an incitement, were two decertifications that were presently ongoing that both houses had to consider that moment because the, the motions were passed, both of them, in the Senate by two senators and in the House. Remember, they're together counting votes, okay? Electoral votes. But in a decertification motion, which is legit under the Constitution, Democrats are famous for doing it when Trump beat Hillary. In this particular case, there was substance to the decertifications that was not yet known to the world. Presented by Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz in the Senate, and Brooks from Alabama, and Kozar from, I believe, Arizona. I might have that wrong state-wise. They were going back to their chambers, and the doors started shaking. Okay, this is entirely pointless. No. Yeah, it is, because I, th- this doesn't matter. See how he gets upset? See how he gets upset? I'm not upset, because everyone can simply remember that the riot didn't stop until Biden said, Trump, call them back. Biden didn't and call he, nobody nothing. Yeah, he did. He said, no, he Trump, didn't. stop this. And then none of it's went away. That, that was it. That, that wasn't was it. true. That, 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 yeah. That wasn't true. This is typical fascist attitude no. of what happened. Trump did not... Believe what me. What happened did not Trump happen. Trump didn't want to tell the lying. people anything. Everyone, the audience Trump, has I'm a right sure. to know I have, Manny is lying. Yeah. Manny is lying. Yeah. This happened. No. I watched this live. The person who got... watching this live, the person, you saw this, and Manny is trying to rewrite history. Yeah. He's it's calling fine. the liar uh, to the person who actually spoke to the people involved, okay? Oh, so you're... Co- that does not help your case, my friend. It does. No. You know who got you know, you know who got Trump to get on the air? Because he didn't want to. He was enjoying it on TV. He was, he was kind of probably, to be facetious, he's probably wishing the damn dome would collapse on all of them. I'm sure that many people in this Trump town... Trump called them great people. Yeah. He called them great people. They were... But throw the book at them, but they're great people. No, he'll pardon all of them if he were elected. The person who got him to go on the Speaking air... Speaking out of both to tell sides him to go of his home, mouth. The people who got him to go on the air and say, please go home, 
That was Eckerd in the ground. That didn't happen until Biden it was, g- said it that. It was Meadows. Meadows. After he got a call from Pence. Hey, enough's enough. We're looking bad here. And they go, you got to get on the air. we're looking bad trying to overthrow Therefore, an election. you are the you liar. And I happen to have Mark Meadows on my cell phone. Okay? So... That's the person you call a liar. Be very careful who you call a liar because I run five circles around you and half the audience, okay? Because I am who I say I am, and I know who I say I know. I don't make things up, and I know who I am, and I know that you know who I am. Good or bad, bro, I do the things that you guys don't do. Biden didn't come on the TV and say to stop this? No one listens to a word he says. Yes, he might have come on the TV, but what, what... Substance does it have? What provokes Donald Trump to listen to Joe Biden? Why? Is he incoming president a couple weeks yeah, from now? Yes. No. Yeah. He's not president until he's inaugurated. So the president of the United but States. But here's the thing. If, if Trump not, did not the, recover- thing, the thing is in your head. 20,000 troops were offered to the Senate and the House. And guess who has authority over the two? The House. She called them off. I'm not interested. So did the mayor of D.C., but that why, disproves why, 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 but that why disproves they, why the point. Why would they need to bring people unless someone was planning to do They're something? They're coming to see his speech. And he told them to go down the street peacefully and do. And then the feds were in there. Well, how the hell were they supposed to be peaceful? Think about this for a second. If I'm going to go across from you in the street and I'm saying, Manny's destroyed the neighborhood. Manny's done all these awful things. Now I want you to go into Ace Hardware... And politely and calmly tell him how he's ruined your life. Do you think that's what going to a cornball? No, no, that's it, a stupid it, example. That's adolescent. What you're doing? No, it's stupid. They came. It's exactly I know what people. Happened. These people. I know stole people the that were there. From you. Okay. These people stole the election all from those you. Things These people are all, lying to you. All They're destroying the country. Please react calmly and peacefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the feds Wait. that were in there exciting the riot and getting people all pissed off they're they're mentioning them there's... you know who was one person in the federal government who also helped incite that donald trump okay sweetheart go ahead here we go back to stephen smith okay yeah he won by eight million votes i know that he makes... did yeah that means because all... trump's lawyers have even dropped this okay why haven't you Huh? I haven't dropped Trump's it. lawyers have dropped I haven't this. Dro- I've Why never, haven't you dropped I've this I've never seen lot. anything so rigged in my life. I knew it was coming. I thought 1960 was bad when I read about it. The but only evidence this is that really you bad. have, and everyone who supports this, is that you didn't want this outcome. We didn't That's want, it. We didn't want mail-in ballots. And trust me, we were right about mail-in the outcome. Mail-in ballots have been around for a while. Now we got a banking crisis and a war in, a, in Ukraine. Mail-in ballots have been around for a while. Why the sudden? Yeah, whole states. I know. Four people. In the crowd died. One officer died. That's five people who died. You know what their names are, Tucker Carlson? Officer Brian Sicknick, Ashley Babbitt, Kevin Greeson, Roseanne Boylan, Benjamin Phillips. Dead. Dead. Ashley Babbitt was killed by a Capitol Police officer as she clambered through a broken window. Her last moments, captured from multiple angles on video, showed Miss Babbitt, show Miss Babbitt with a Trump flag knotted around her neck, being hoisted to the window as others in the mob shouted. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is, see, Tucker Carlson, this is, this is the duplicity of certain things. You know what the duplicity is? That that person didn't mean to shoot Babbitt. And he was trigger happy because he was nervous. No, they said that he acted lawfully. Well, he got he so got. The judges have said he. Acted yeah, lawfully. an unarmed person in the door. I saw who it live. Who okay. Did not have a right to be. That's there. the only he person. Did. No, no. How is it that the Second Amendment people are always like, "I have a right to stand." My like friend. That, but suddenly, anytime the American people suddenly the guys who are never concerned about police brutality. I'm telling you something. The guys who are I'm like, telling you the law. Right the people of the United States can never be prevented from entering the Capitol. It's our house. It's not. You can't go and say anything else. It's not true. Nobody can keep any citizen from the House of Representatives or the Capitol. All you can do is close it for business because it's after hours, and you can just say, we're closed. That wasn't the case here. There was session in Congress, and we have the right to see what goes on in Congress any day, any day. Now, that they were counting the Electoral College votes, perhaps uh, the witnesses, this, the witnesses this, are this, at capacity. This is just like your guys. You don't want to understand. This, this is a dumb thing. This dumb is thing guys. is incitement. The you feds, the federal government like incited those people, people to go killed. ape. You they didn't want the decertification. You attacked a national monument. You got stopped by the police. All of this stuff happened an entirely self-inflicted wound. And you guys act like this is your You can't book. fix it, okay? You it's, act like this is the Alamo. You guys stuck dynamite in the backseat of your car. It blew up, took out several... That was years. you guys. You did this entirely. This you is guys the are the ones that showed up there with dynamite. No, you entirely a self-inflicted wound. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think the the I don't think the election was ever going to be reversed because the courts just turned because their there back. was no evidence. But there was this is how the law works. No. Yes, there was you evidence. You have to provide evidence, and you haven't. No one on Trump's side has. None of these acolytes. Nothing. And it's in the decert- you guess it's what? Been two years. Here we go. Nothing to show. Here we for go. It. Here we go again. In the decertification motions. It compels under the the laws of decertification. If you're going to decertify electoral college votes, there must be a complete standstill, and every single ballot has to be under supervision and introspection. That means signatures, the double signatures, the amount of mail-in balloting to. So the person who shot Ashley Babbitt was told several times to get back, get down get out of the way i saw it live she was in a glass door that was she broken. was crawling through that was pushed through by other people yes i'm reading this right now yes he he had no she was he, had he was no, told she was told to back down she did not why is it all of a sudden that the police couldn't why even, is it suddenly that the police back the blue crowd suddenly make an exception for this this is nonsense you cannot under any circumstances shoot an unarmed person Period. Welcome to the anti-cop movement. My, are you now concerned about police brutality? I don't have any. I don't have any reservation about police brutality. None. If you disrespect a cop, well, she did. And you, no, she, she did. didn't. She did she not was listen stuck to the in the door with a she backpack. She was coming, rioting with other people, bull, attacking a federal bull, building. Bull, 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 bull. You know why wasn't bull. she found out to be a Fed? I wonder. Maybe because there are people with. She actual served this knowledge. country. She actually served the country. She's a military veteran. Uh, she went there in total protest. She was unarmed. She had a backpack. She was probably stuck in the door. 
Because she did not listen to them when they told her to back you down. You still can't shoot someone. There was a lot of people who weren't listening Great, to people. Do you want to talk about Michael Brown for a second? Are we going to change the yeah, subject to Michael no, no, Brown? Yeah, yeah, because you guys don't care when um, certain people are, are we shot talking about? Are we talking about the guy with the uh, the kiddos or whatever it's called? Are we going to talk about the all kittles? of the black, like, black people who have been shot unarmed by the police? Oh, my God. Yeah, no, because this is so selective. No, you because don't even believe this. most of you the don't people... Believe this. Most of the you people... don't believe this. Most of the people... You don't believe this. Most of the people that you're talking about you guys, have warrants out for their arrest. Most, this is all listen about to the me. fact that you had someone that you wanted to win an election. This is about that you Mickey, guys like the candidate Mickey and you Mouse lost, and you want to throw a temper tantrum. He's throwing a temper tantrum right now. M-I-C, I've broken his brain. M-I-C, I broke his brain with facts and logic. M-I-C-K-Y-M-O-U-S-C. There we go. You see, if you go and you rob a bank, but a person didn't rob a bank, but he drove the getaway car. He's involved. A player for the Alabama Crimson Tide, a basketball player, Darius Miles, was just arrested on capital murder charges. He says somebody else shot a 23-year-old young lady who's the mother of a four-year-old. Damn it, he still got charged. The insurrectionists, the violent ones, we know every single person there wasn't violent. But if the pathway that was set for you to walk into the Capitol peacefully and be peaceful while you got there was initiated by violent protesters, then they were the violent protesters. You may not have been violent, but you're involved and you were complicit because your presence inside the Capitol was capitalized off of the violence that preceded your entry. Who don't know that? Who doesn't know that? One thing about Tucker Carlson is that we know he's smart. He's not stupid. He knows that. But you want to portray something else. Why? Why? Because you want to deflect attention away from the insurrectionist. Fair enough particularly in the political landscape that we're dealing with, you're going along partisan lines, focusing on the insurrectionists favors the liberals. In your eyes, focusing on the peaceful protesters favors the conservatives. I'm guessing. No problem. Just say so. Instead of trying to act like, oh my God, the story wasn't really, really told. The real story wasn't told. The real story is that they were saying, hang Mike Pence. The real story is that they were looking for Nancy Pelosi, too. And they wanted to get their hands on some of these elected officials. And God knows what would have happened to them had that happened. The vice president of the United States and his family were there. There is no question that lives of elected officials were in danger. You know it, Tucker Carlson. Everyone knows it. They weren't endangered by everybody that was in attendance. But there were quite a few people who were there who were violent protesters. Over 400 people were arrested, and you got folks in serving time in jail. The list goes on and on. We know what happened. And I just read you the names of five people who died. And you had the audacity to go on the air and try to highlight 
there were peaceful protesters. And then y'all wonder why the hell the country appears to have gone to hell in a handbasket. It's because of this BS. BS like that. I'm not calling Tucker Carlson BS. I don't know him like that. I'm talking about his coverage on this specific story. We'll never have civility in this country when you're doing stuff like that. Damn. Damn. I must say, I was pretty astonished, too, when I watched that Tucker segment with the argument that he was trying to make because it was so immensely hollow. Some of the video he showed contradicted points he made. Like, you could see it wasn't that, oh, the cops escorted in, um, you know, the QAnon shaman or whatever they call him. You could see him enter, and he wasn't escorted by the cops. Now, there was video of the cops sort of showing him around, trying to open doors. I don't know if they were trying to de-escalate or take him out or if they were, uh, you know, sort of sympathetic. But to me, even with the video he showed, that was Occam's razor. Is that, and we saw other video from the day of cops opening gates and letting people through areas where they weren't allowed to go. Now, why did they do that? Because there were a lot of Capitol officers who were sympathetic to these protesters because they were right wing protesters. They were on the side of Trump. You're telling me you don't think that at least, what, 50% of the cops were pro Trump? Of course they were. Now, maybe some were pro Trump, but they weren't in favor of the stop the steal election stuff. That's probably true as well. But okay, let's. Cut that in half, too. You still got 25% of the cops who there's a question mark. By the way, there was a lot of investigations into these cops after the fact because that is Occam's razor. The argument that Tucker was trying to make is that you were sold a fraud. It was a total lie because, like, either the left is responsible for this somehow. I don't know. Or it is solely the fault of the, like, the FBI did this on purpose. Let me explain something to you. Yes, the FBI absolutely has a history of sort of infiltrating uh, movements, entrapping people. That's a big one. During the war on terror, they would take some, you know, young Muslim guy who has a very low IQ and his special needs, and they would sort of entrap him and try to force him to do a terrorist attack, and they'd bust him and go, aha, we're heroes, we saved the day. Is it possible there were instances during January 6th of, like, some FBI agents were indeed trying to, like, entrap some people, get them to do violent things? That's absolutely possible. I do not rule that out for a second, and I think anybody on the left who does, I think is being a little naive. But having said that, even if that did exist, those specific people who got entrapped, yeah, they might have a claim of, hey, man, I was hoodwinked here, and this is not fair, and I should be let off. Okay, fair enough. You can hear that out in court. But there's over 400 people with convictions. There were over 1,000 people arrested because there were that many people who were committing crimes, guys. So even if I grant them the FBI point, you're still, that doesn't absolve everybody there. And that doesn't mean that their crimes weren't crimes. If they jumped in with that mob mentality and partook in the violence, guess what? You're going to jail, son. There were over 400 convictions. They've got people like in the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers. They got a bunch of them on like sedition charges because they have internal documents and texts of them stating exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it, trying to overturn the election. Windows were broken. Violence broke out. The, the, um, they crashed the Senate. And they took pictures and stole classified documents. That's all on video. Now, the, 
That, that, they were so stupid. They were that. so stupid. Okay, they come out. They now had there's every some reason truth. to wear masks. They had every reason to wear masks, given the fact that it was just COVID. But they had identified themselves so much as like the anti-mask people. Okay. That even when they're breaking and stealing people's stuff, they came in instead recording themselves. So why would the media call that an insurrection if they were all... It was a riot. It was a riot. It was okay. a riot, yeah. Okay. Now, one thing he did say, which was true... And I believe the feds knew this from the get-go. And I believe that they got laptops in there that had a lot of confidential stuff. And they were looking for stuff, either to cover up the stuff that they were involved in or to actually bust people on the take. And we don't know who that is. The funniest part is like they were going in all of these offices looking for the stolen ballots. Like no, just not stolen that, ballots. That laptops. Some, yeah, but I imagine there was just going to be like a big pile that says stolen ballots just like right written on it. it's like guys it's here yeah uh, the, here goes the flipping amateur stuff again nobody claims that Donald Trump won the popular vote no one he didn't win the first time the popular vote almost and if he like wins he and, an he, election. and he wins again almost like everything was set he, up for it won't him to win, lose. he won't win the popular vote even in 2024 I'm hoping that's not the bait and that's not the issue but most likely will. This is going to be his biggest issue going into the election. I think they're going to rig it again. How about that? I say it now, just in case. If he goes, if he doesn't win in a landslide where you can't rig it, and I don't think that's going to be the case, uh, they're going to rig it again. He just needs to be vaguely populist. Again. Okay, what's... what's, uh, what's like, go- here's the reason. He was Trump's appeal will, for... Will def- Biden beat Trump is the final question. I have no idea. It's going to be very hard because Biden's not exciting, but people hate Trump. Right. So will he win or not? It's going to depend on if being back in the public eye, and this this, this is going to be the truth, is that none of us know right now, and this is always how politics works. It's how much is Trump going to piss people off? Between now and then? Between now and then. That's the ultimate question. And... If he's able not to piss people off. Or he chooses not to. Or here's the thing. because He not, actually listens to somebody. Because here's <laughs> the thing. He's good at pissing certain people off. Like there's No, he pisses everybody off all at once. And that's the problem. And that's the problem because... Trump, well, that's a problem with the voter. Because no, the, the, the voter should only care about prosperity. If they can't understand that Trump's not coming over for dinner, that's the American problem. And you have that problem, and everybody else who voted for Biden have that problem. But people don't want to feel like there's a president who's about to set the country on fire. Well, guess what? You elected for the guy who set the country on fire. Literally. That's called the summer of love. You just stepped in your dog manure. We watched people die. I didn't say hippie. That's what the summer of love means. Well, that's what they called it. And patches went down. People died. People murdered. Cops killed that, and, that, that, and, I, and I Stephen A. Smith and the other Kalinske guy. Unemployment was out of control because of COVID. That's why the rioting was happening. That's a lie. I mean, it's true. It's a lie. It's just simply observable. They were Everybody paid. Had no, they were paid. They, they were paid by who? Uh, you're, ask your Antifa oh. folks. Ask your Antifa I've folks. I told you these guys could not get together to like... They, ask, not, they could not afford... Ask what motivated them. It wasn't hey, COVID. everybody in Key Biscayne, you are more well-funded than your average Antifa unit. Yeah, great. That only you means that I'll throw... That means they come in cheap, you know? They'll throw a rock for 25 cents. Ask so people... Here, here's the thing. Ask your crowd, 
What motivated people? Because it wasn't COVID. It was. It was they not. They would not admit it. It was the fact. They wouldn't admit this. It was the fact that they didn't have jobs. It was the fact that they felt like they had fallen through the cracks of a pandemic. And then we and were, they hated Trump, Trump. They hated Trump. They watched a guy got killed on, you know, on the Internet. And they saw people. That's were, the Floyd character. Floyd. Yes. So they watched Floyd die. Everybody was mad. And there was a bunch of piping hot anger ready to go around. Absolutely. This this is exactly the perfect comment. And you know, why don't you add? Why don't you why don't you add the media's incitement of Mueller report and the Trump Mueller report? Oh, that's right. That's too sophisticated for them. These people don't give a damn about that. They don't even know who he is. They don't even care. Like they wouldn't care. That's right. That's above their head. But that's what the media was talking about at the time. It created a lot of disgust. A lot of people hating Trump even more because of the way the media. Painted a gross lie. I mean, tr- no, Trump did that all by himself. All by himself. The people who heard about the Mueller report and had a position on it were already the people who didn't That's like him Ron, to begin is with. It? Express. Sorry. The, the people who heard about the Mueller report already were the people who didn't like him to begin with. Like the Mueller report was simply here's the thing: if you were a dork, here's a good one now. If That's not Ron, is it? Ex-President Donald Trump posts photos of Governor Ron DeSantis drinking and partying with high school girls. Didn't that that, that didn't work with no, McCain? They, they ended up being nineteen or twenty. <laughs> they ended up being as if as if he wasn't supposed to drink and party and be a, a human person. Oh my God, this is tacky. This guy is just. This might be his his downfall if he goes this. Gutter. Trump Trump was doing really bad attacks on DeSantis at first. That's not going like, to go well. When, he was, talking, when well. he was complaining about the fact that like no one hit him hard on COVID um, because it's unfair because he was in a sunny state, that was really weak. Come on, we had a bunch of old people retired here. More people should have died in Florida than anywhere because there's a lot of old people here. Yeah, like, but, like, but Trump's attack on, you know, his social security standing... Trump's attack on that his. sounds like so Democrat. That's really That's appalling. What's so strong about him. Remember when Trump was talking about Iraq being a big fat mistake in front of Jeb Bush? You don't think I felt the hairs on the back of the hairs that you don't have on the back of your skin? My hair on my back and all over. I was getting goosebumps. I get goosebumps. oh the shiver up your spine yeah, from yeah. the Obama administration. I was getting shivers. I How was... old were you when Obama was president? Oh, 17. So you can care less. You would have voted no, for him no, though. I almost did. Because I didn't like Palin. But here's the thing. When Trump she was got, good looking. What did you like about her? Because unfortunately, that's not... Um, I, not that you're kind of dream She wasn't girl. running for a model. She was running for vice president. Um, and But Kamala was okay. Kamala, I didn't like Kamala either. But the point is, is that when Trump got on stage and attacked Jeb Bush and his legacy of neocon intervention, I was... Yes. I, I could not help but smile. I could not help but being like, get him. And then when the audience booed him, he was like, who do you think's in the audience? You remember that, right? Who do you think is in these audience booing me? Oh, man, that was great. Are you kidding me? There's some, Even though I don't like Trump, and you'll sign me up of like, oh, you hate prosperity, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say that was him being a great politician. That was him. Playing. And and Nate, considering you've never been elected before. And that, that was good. That was good running. He fed off the room. He played to his strengths. He did exactly what he needed to. DeSantis? DeSantis does not appeal to, like, come on, make America Florida. You know what they think about the rest of us in Florida? I can't get my friends upstate to come down to Florida because they're afraid of Florida. 
well, here's stand your ground. Go, go, go do your summer of love around here, boy. You get your ass shot. What I mean, like, yeah, like, people don't want to be Florida, and that's his message. I mean, we had, we had ruckus in, in different parts of Florida, but it was... It was wasn't too long before the residents yeah, showed I, up I, with their guns. I talked to my friends about like you know this is why we should be able to ha- own guns and arm ourselves or like the right. Now we say- should be. We should. We do. We have. I, I think it's. A, don't try to give me something I already possess. You know. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to make the argument to people who don't think this way. Like non Floridians look crazy. Like they're like, what are you talking about? You look crazy to them with certain Florida values. Like I'm a Florida man at the end of the day. Oh, that's where the word cracker comes from. The, so, I thought cracker came from the crack of the whip from Slave Masters. Coming into Florida to sell the cattle. You oh. can hear them from afar. And since we're flat, oh, you yeah. can hear them from miles away. <laughs> now we, uh, thank you. I learned something today. Yes. Yeah. I, I, am, I never understood the, uh, the importance of Andrew Jackson to Florida. And I didn't have the faintest idea that one of his great stands was in Jacksonville. That blew me away. I didn't know that. So... There's a lot of things that go on that, you know, if you're not taught, you have to go find it yourself. And if you can't find it yourself, you can just blow it off for another day. But the truth is, it is what it is. History, uh, you know, tends to explain a lot of things if we're taught. History is the reason who and what we are and why we are. Wait a minute. I don't know if that was like a drop the mic moment, but I'll give you your your, your street creds. (laughs) All right, so how, how 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 and why should we abandon this subject and go on to another? Should we abandon what? The subjects we're presently on to go on to another. You're not excited to talk about Trump running again? I already... Because we, we, we can talk all about Trump's greatest moments. We can talk you're, all you're, about Trump's greatest moments. Go ahead. Come up, come up, like, even when he was like, I don't have the... Uh, the only one I have is uh, the one about Rosie O'Donnell in the very first debate. When Megyn Kelly says... Oh, uh, you have. What about you'd be in jail? Huh? What about his you'd be in jail? That's a very good one. That was a good one. But that was a, that's a that's an excellent one. That's even better than Megyn Kelly's one. Like uh, you, you don't think that he's going to be able to even in his old age, dude? The guy oozes so much more charm and charisma than DeSantis. Yeah, but DeSantis has got great uh, uh, pushback power. That's he, he, he. DeSantis is the Hillary Clinton. Of the Republican Party. Nah. He is this like, nah. he is the person the elites you're love. Giving, They're going to stuff him you're down. You're giving your... Hillary Clinton way too much. I'm, I, I'm, this is like, listen, I was the Bernie Bro, those guy. Were the I day- was the Bernie guy. That's but- how they sold him, her to us. Is that like, you're going to sit in line and you're going to vote for her. Bro, she, she rigged so- that one too. How come you can't admit that Hillary rigged Bernie with those famous delegates that had more power. I, I think so, yeah. What were those famous delegates called? The super delegates. Yeah. She rigged them the same way as they rigged the general. They just rig it. They have a history of rigging it. How do you rig the general, though? Well, number one, I believe that the... Because here's the thing I have. The, it's called evidence. The, yeah, that only the government possesses. So they keep the evidence from you because they don't have to show you anything. So they don't. And remember, it's 50 states that run elections, so good luck with that. And the federal government... Yeah, I'll do you better. You know who pulled the strings to make Bernie lose in 2020? I Obama. Bo- I, would, I would think Obama so. Obama called all of the other Democrats and told them to drop out of the race. Yeah, I believe they were going to anyway. They didn't stand a chance. I believe that each one of I, them... I, I firmly believe if things had made the same... Um, 
Bernie would have been so he would have won. He, he would have won just like Trump won with all those. And candidates. then he would have won the presidency. And we'd be sitting here in a utopia. You'd be in co- sandals and Birkenstocks. I mean, we're in Florida. We have sandals. It's great. I love wearing sandals we outside. Would be in here. You, you, you would be. Lim- you think would Bernie would he reign with a beard? Probably have another ten pounds from how happy you would be with your extra free, social security yeah, money. Yeah, free, you would, you free probably, food. No, free food. Yeah, you know, I would just be there at the at the at the, at the commissary, just getting free. You'd stuff. probably be like, "Hey, can we build a can we build a school here?" Oh, single single and uh, single payer, so I'd have a, a a minimum salary. No, you would be paying you would be paying less for your workers because they would owe, no more minimum would, wage. Would, no, he would triple. You wouldn't it. be having to pay for Medicare. You would not have to pay your guys as Medicare. So you would be paying less. You'd be oh, from, you mean from the from the from the payroll? Yeah. yeah. It'd be all so national. You, you'd be benefiting. You'd be benefiting. And nobody would make any money, right? So there wouldn't you'd be. You'd still any, be making money. You'd still be making. There wouldn't be. He's any, a social democrat. There wouldn't be. He's a social democrat. There's still going to be ways. Would to he make allow? Money. Would he allow banks to exist? Or yeah, would, he probably would. He wouldn't nationalize. He probably would. Because we're nationalizing banks. now. I mean, come on. Banks have to be nationalized. They have to be, huh? That's how you feel. No, it just doesn't work otherwise. Really? Yeah. Please explain. I mean, look how many times banks just collapse. Banks are not a stable business. And they're essential. Like, if you want some sort of capital or marketplace, you need something to be able to hand out and loans and something every, that's safe. every country that has nationalized their banks have failed big, big time? Have we not have several banks? We're going through a bank failure right now. That, that, that the government that can't do anything is bailing them out. Why would you want the government to bail out banks? You don't want the banks to bail out? I don't want the banks bailed out. I want the banks to fail. I want people who have their investments to be protected. Not investments, but the people with money in their bank, they need to be protected. Yes, the banks can go under, but people's money needs to be held up. Up to 250000 or to increase it to an unlimited amount, dollar per dollar, no matter how much I have. That's an interesting stuff that we could start talking about. Policy differences excite me. Maybe not the audience, but yeah. So, so you believe that uh, Credit Suisse, which is the next to go down, they're going to be bailed out too? I'm not for bailing out investors. I'm for bailing out the people with the money in the bank. Absolutely. Up to two hundred fifty thousand or more. I mean, it's the money they need. They need that defended. They need that. You know, you're owed that. That's the purpose of the bank. Oh my God. Would you not agree? Uh. It's funny because it it was uh, go back go back to hey you're not going to war you know I'm, I'm fighting for war because I know I don't have to fight it well it's the same argument if it's my bank where I have the money deposited I want my money back right who in the yeah. hell can say otherwise but if if that's the case then what procures bank officials from doing stupid deals. If the bank's going to bail them out, if the government's going to bail them out at the end. How about a Wall Street uh, Journal explanation? Here we go. Let's go. With emergency measures, including seizing another bank three days later, in a bid to ease fears that depositors might pull their money from other lenders. WSJ banking reporter Rachel Ensign explains how this crisis unfolded and what could happen next. 
During the pandemic, Silicon Valley Bank had gotten all of these deposits. Their deposits tripled. It was a huge, huge, huge influx. And they did what banks do. They took some of the deposits and made loans, but they also invested a lot of them in securities, which are pretty safe. Some issues had been bubbling under the surface at Silicon Valley Bank since the Federal Reserve started raising rates. When rates rose, the bonds fell in value. It's not a big problem for you unless you have to go and sell the bonds. But deposits started leaving the bank faster than they anticipated. And they had to sell their bonds and take a very big loss. The bank made an announcement on Wednesday night that it needed to raise capital and was planning to do that the next day. The investors completely freaked out, sold off the stock, and then a bank run started where people tried to withdraw $42 billion in deposits just in that one day. And by Friday morning, it was seized by regulators. The regulators have responded in a way that they're hoping stems the panic. The Fed said, we're going to be offering this lending facility that's a backstop. We're going to be insuring all of the deposits effectively of this bank that failed. The collapse matters because it could have broader economic effects. There was the risk that this panic would spread to other parts of the banking system. We saw some really significant news with some of the banks that investors were most concerned about last week. Most notable, Signature Bank, a New York-based bank, was also seized on Sunday night. It is the third largest bank failure in U.S. history. And First Republic put out a statement saying they'd gotten some extra money from the Federal Reserve and also from J.P. Morgan. They're hoping that that reassures their investors and their depositors. The key thing to watch for is, is the panic over? That's the big question. Do people stop pulling their money out? Do investors and customers kind of, are they reassured in the way that the government would like them to be? Four decades after its creation, Silicon Valley Bank was the 16th largest bank in the U.S. It took just a day and a half for it to fall apart. This is the second biggest bank failure that's ever happened in the United States. Once seen as a major tech banking player, SVB's stunning collapse spurred other bank closures, rattled global markets, and threatened the livelihoods of startups across the country. So, what went wrong? Silicon Valley Bank opened in 1983 to serve fledgling tech companies. Eventually, nearly half of the country's venture capital-backed technology and life sciences companies would rely on SVB. Roku, Roblox, and many others put millions into the bank, helping SVB become one of the nation's largest. Some of these clients would definitely be considered risky. These are companies that move quickly, and their money moves quickly. When things sort of Here's a list of companies we were talking about earlier that I couldn't After mention. After the banking crisis that triggered the Great Recession, President Barack Obama signed the Dodd-Frank Act, making banks like SVB face stricter regulation. Now, do you recall... I have to say, I apologize. You're right. You are right. I apologize. Roblox is woke. Do you know what Roblox is? Explain, please. <laughs> Roblox is kind of a... It's a website that kids hang out on that they can make their own video games. And it's kind of insidious because it actually exploits the hell out of the kids. They have to pay for They it. have to pay and then they don't even get to own the game. 
and then they have to put in more money for the game to be like noticed. And they, they say this, oh, this is a teaching opportunity. Wow, teaching tool. Yeah, that's what they say. And granny, there are teaching things of it, but it's if you were to even make something that's successful, you wouldn't be making much out of it. So it's just kind of in a screw you territory for kids, like you know, neoliberalism at its finest. But You're... more more or less, um, I, I thought it was funny that Roblox was in there. Okay, now I'm just going to remind you all that. The Dodd-Frank bill was signed in the waning days of the Obama administration after the detox of the Obamacare fiasco propaganda machine and it passing successfully through Congress against Republicans' wishes. So here comes another bandoozle. And there is Joe Biden here on YouTube. You can see Joe Biden standing right behind Barack Obama as he announced Dodd-Frank and it was... Actually, Barney Frank, who sat on the board of the Signature Bank that just failed. After this video, seven minutes of it, we're going to end the show with the new gangbuster bank that's going to blow up Credit Suisse. Here we go. Let me go back to Barack. Insane Obama. Hey, that, that's, no, that's better than sure any. Oh, I, I want, I want to, let me give you a pause for that but one. But eight years later, during the Trump administration, some of those that, that was the best Obama burn I've ever heard. Like by liberating small I banks heard from anything good over those years, and that's what it was: bureaucracy. We are unleashing the economic potential of our people. Some of the rules were rolled back for these banks that had less than two hundred fifty billion dollars in assets. So you have the biggest banks like Bank of America and Chase. Those have very strict rules, but the ones that are a step below have looser rules. Two years later, SVB was flooded with cash as businesses deposited more during the pandemic. Deposits tripled in two years to $189 billion, making 2021 SVB's most profitable year ever. Our core business continues to fire on all cylinders. So SVB Financial took that cash and bought tens of billions of dollars of longer-term U.S. Treasuries and government-backed mortgage securities, products usually considered safe. People and companies just put money in their bank accounts, and banks said, we have to do something with this. We have to earn some income on it. So they bought bonds with it. SVB's securities portfolio rose about $100 billion in under a year. After SVB had stockpiled that $100 billion plus in bonds, all of a sudden interest rates rose. Committee anticipates that ongoing increases in the target range for the federal funds rate will be appropriate. <coughs> what happens when interest rates rise is bond prices fall. Banks, including SVB, that were holding on to a lot of bonds were sitting on a bunch of losses. Soon, SVB's investments were worth $17 billion less than their fair value. And so all of a sudden, the gap between what SVB had paid for those bonds and what they were worth on paper had jumped to more than $17 billion. And that was the key risk that would eventually lead to SVB's undoing. Making matters worse, as interest rates rose, new deposits shrank, falling nearly $30 billion from March to December. Talking about the end of 2022, CEO Greg Becker told CNBC... We kind of felt that that bottoming out. We've kind of felt that we were kind of at that, that lower point. The vast majority of the bank's deposits were held in just 37,000 accounts that held more than $250,000, the amount insured by the FDIC. Then, in a regulatory filing on March 8th, 
SVB announced it sold a large chunk of securities at a loss of about $1.8 billion to help it cover that decline in deposits. The regulatory filing that Wednesday sparked a lot of fear. The stock fell a tremendous amount, which is never a good sign. And investors were already on edge. Crypto-focused bank Silvergate had just announced it would wind down and return all deposits. So the bottom was about to fall out. Startup CEOs began receiving urgent calls from panicked venture capital investors. He was out of breath, like he had just run a marathon. And he said, take your money out of SBB, go into your account, take your money out as soon as possible. What started as a trickle of withdrawals quickly turned into a tidal wave as word spread across the valley. More and more startups pulled their cash. It was a run on the bank and the beginning of the end for SVB. The next day, the bank's stock price went into free fall as customers tried to withdraw $42 billion in deposits. SVB ran out of cash. All of a sudden, everyone's saying, whoa, wait a minute, this bank is risky. The bank has enough money to cover deposits if they come out in sort of a peaceful, orderly fashion. When everyone's racing for the exits at once, it doesn't. That day, regulators seized the bank. The FDIC said in a statement that customers would have full access to their insured deposits in three days. But the bank had more than $151 billion worth of deposits at the end of 2022 that weren't insured. They were over the $250,000 limit. Two days after SVB's collapse, a second bank with a different set of problems, Signature, failed and was seized by regulators, the third largest failure in history. And now people are starting to worry about other banks as well. It's very much kind of a, a whack-a-mole situation right now. Federal officials, state officials, everyone's in sort of this unenviable position of trying to shore up confidence in the banking industry so it doesn't turn into an even bigger panic. On Sunday, March 12th, regulators announced that even uninsured deposits over $250,000 from the two banks would be covered. On Monday... So, as you can see, the government is in the banking business. quick way to nationalize the government is to do exactly what they're doing. Now comes Credit Suisse. Here we go. How is this crisis different than 98? How is this crisis different than 2008? Well, compared to 2008, right now, we don't have the credit risk yet. We're not in the Norel Robani. And the losses that occurred seem to be related to my Chairman risk. of the Robani Macro Association did not realize that with rising interest rates, the price of bonds would fall. And last year, uh, U.S. banks alone have something like $620 billion of unrealized losses on their securities with a capital of about 2.2 mm -hmm. trillion. So the average loss is about 28% will reduce significantly their capital ratio, the tier one ratio. And for some banks, actually the numbers like uh, uh, Silicon Valley Bank, of course, the number was 100%, but there are still other regional banks where right. they had to realize losses, there'll be 50% of their current capital. No, so it's I want to go back to your Italian economics, your public service to President uh, Clinton, where you were expert on the regulatory framework. Switzerland is a devolved federal government with the cantons with great strength. What is your knowledge of Swiss regulators right now? How removed are they from the Credit Suisse crisis? Or they, can they be active today to help their beleaguered bank? 
Well, uh, they can be active today, even if they have a sister that is uh, delegated. However, the problem is that Credit Suisse, by some standards, might be too big to fail, but also too big to be saved. It's not clear that, unlike the United States, the federal system has enough resources to engineer a bailout. And uh, what they need, certainly, is more capital. And the question is whether they're going to get that capital or not. Otherwise, bad things can happen. Well, bad things are happening this morning. Nouria, I'd love your take on yeah. this. There might be some people waking up this morning, looking at what's happening with Credit Suisse, perhaps, perhaps based here in the United States, and thinking, what does this mean for me? Why is this important? Could you explain to those people, Nouria, just how important Credit Suisse might be to the financial system? Well, it's important because SVP was only about $150 billion of assets, while in the case of Credit Suisse, we're speaking about at least $700 billion. So anything will happen to Credit Suisse will be of systemic effect for not just the European financial system, but also for the global financial system. So if, uh, if Silicon Valley Bank creates a ripple effect in global financial market, something bad happening to Credit Suisse will be an order of magnitude more severe, something more like a Lehman moment. A lot of people are, are talking about the implications of this on monetary policy. And Torsten Slock earlier said, when the facts change, his view changes from no landing to a hard landing. He sees uh, perhaps the end of a rate hiking cycle, as does the market, including 100 basis points of cuts in the next year. Nuriel, do you agree with this assessment? Have the facts changed where suddenly rate hikes are out of the picture and you see that the inflation story will get solved by a, a crisis elsewhere? Uh, I don't think so. I think that the dilemma for central bank has gotten even worse because the latest economic data for inflation in the Eurozone or the U.S. suggests that inflation is still too high, is falling, but is not falling as fast as the Fed or ECB wanted to be. So based on what's the economy doing right now, we need to hike and hike much more. The Fed should go at least closer to 6%. The ECB should bring the deeper rate to at least 4%. The problem right now, we're facing a situation of financial instability, and financial instability would suggest to stop hiking, maybe even cutting rates, maybe even resuming quantitative easing. And what the Fed has done is backdoor quantitative easing. But if you do that, you have a risk of the anchoring of inflation, inflation expectation. That trade-off existed even before. Raising rates would have led to stresses in financial market, like last year, where bond yields uh, went much higher, credit spread widened. That stress is becoming more severe today because now we have systemic financial problems, but we are also in a situation inflation is stayed way too high. And the idea that this financial stress is going to cause inflation to drop is not yet in the economic data. So there is a dilemma for central banks. Although a lot of people are saying that they see credit conditions tightening. We heard earlier from Larry Fink of BlackRock saying that he sees a slow rolling crisis that's going to move from the banking system to private credit, to private equity. How does your view kind of tie into this, the sort of inherent credit tightening that we see across a whole host of assets? Certain there's going to be a tightening of financial conditions at least in terms of credit spreads. Bond yields are falling, but on the short and long end, that's an easing of financial condition. That eventually might lead to an economic slowdown. But the reality is inflation today is way too high, and it's going to remain too high because the forces are leading to high inflation, like, for example, very tight labor market, are still with us. 
and therefore that's going to be a cause of persistent inflation. And the idea that eventually tightening of financial conditions is going to cause a slowdown of the economy and a weakening of inflation is not yet in the data. So there is a really contradiction between achieving economic stability and lower inflation and maintaining financial stability today. So as you can see, this is getting bad. But you know what? You think, this is my big statement, you think you that... For it, folks? Do you think for a moment... China did not know that this was going to happen. Did not know that the, the, the politicals in the United States would immediately flush the American people with cash from COVID to help and sustain while destroying the economy, including their own, because they had their own problems in China, which are just as bad as this one. But they can deal with it with a tank. We have to deal with it with bankruptcy. And that's what I find so freaking disgusting about government meddling in the economy. And this is like a perfect example of that. I hate to break it to you, but the government has always been in the economy. Yes, therefore, they should be transparent, not the giant boot that they are. Speaking of the boot... If they were transparent, you guys would be even more upset. I think that's your opinion. But the truth is, government... It started, I remember, I remember, and I remember, and I remember very well how distraught, with a little knowledge that I knew, how I, how annoyed I was with Barack Obama's passage of Dodd-Frank, because the boot was uh, coming down on the necks of the banks. And everything has been pretty fictitious since then, because if you remember correctly, you're too young, so I'm kind of taking advantage of your youth here, in the young and old show here on WSQF. Blink that does radio. not sound good. I would not say that. Is <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately uh, the low interest rates for so long, because Obama and Trump both benefited from very low interest rates for way too long, and quantitative uh, easing. No, the, the, a lot of these deregulations happened under Trump. Because no. the rationale was like small mom pop uh, banks can't compete with bigger banks. Yes, you're correct on that regard, but. Even though Wall Street Journal made that as a statement, it's been tossed about for the last two days. And even Barney himself, of Barney Frank, of the Dodd-Frank bill, said that for the, like you're saying now, these was not the cause for the Silicon Valley Bank to implode, nor will it when Swiss credit, uh, Credit Suisse implodes. So... I think it's time for us to ride and let's see. Let me see. Like, this. Listen, like nothing is going to change until, you know, we properly regulate. You know, I don't know. I was going to come up with a joke, but it kind of fell no, through. Nothing's going to happen until the government stops. It's it's not going to happen spending. until we start making, you know, kindergartners read Atlas Shrugged. I'm completely there with you. Okay. If my child does not come back from school and he does not know who the looter class is, I'm through with it. Aren't you? Yeah. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.